Thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters, wherever you're finding me. Really appreciate it. I hit a new record last week on the number of hits on my various podcasts. So thanks to all of you for finding me each week. Most of the time, my show is about organic gardening, organic living. I do try to keep up with the climate changes. It's definitely coming along. And to some degree, although I try to stay out of the government business, you have to be in it. The new laws just passed in the last few weeks are going to drastically change how we approach what we're doing to our planet. So in that case, we've got to get at least semi-involved in politics because it's the only way. If we can't get the government behind it, it'll never happen. This week, I'm going to talk about something that I don't usually talk about, but it was brought to me by someone that I believe and trust in. And it has to do with essential oils, which I've not dealt much with. But there's some good science now, long-term studies uh, in the alternative business side of, of what I call living. Uh, the site, is, as, as a matter of fact, is called the Alternative Daily that made some sense. And, it, and it's, no, it's not a cure-all, folks. There is no magic bullets in our world, but has been shown to be helpful in a number of cases. So I'm going to run through a few of these as a part of this show. And, and uh, some of these you can get, some you can actually make yourself or even grow yourself. So that's how we kind of indirectly get involved. So I hope you enjoy it. There are many ways that essential oils and aromatherapy can support in some forms of even cancer healing, including stress relief and emotional support. However, some essential oils are actually shown to act directly on cancer cells, preventing growth or even promoting apoptosis. In other words, that's the fancy name for cancer cell death. May sound a little strange to you to look into it, but we all have a small amount of quote unquote cancer. An easier way to say that is malformed cells in our bodies at all the time. There's always something going on. A healthy body, which is fed good food and enjoys robust lifestyle practices, stays busy, keep, keeps active, is able to remove or heal these cells, keeping the body in balance. However, when the body is as most of us are doing, whether we want to or not, fed junk food and is not well maintained, these malformed cells can continue toward the development of lasting cancers. Recent scientific studies, however, show that we can use essential oils to support the body to heal and even excrete these cells so we can prevent the growth of some forms of cancer. Some of the most effective oils against unhealthy, irregular cells include a number of the essential oils that we're all at least semi-familiar with. Thyme, rosemary, oregano, chamomile, one I haven't dealt with, but I hear a lot, in, especially in the old days, it's called frankincense. These oils are remarkable because they are able to selectively harm or disable cancer cells by leaving healthy cells intact. This is in contrast to many conventional cancer medications and treatments, which are often poorly targeted and cause severe side effects in your body. A good analogy is to compare conventional treatment to an atomic bomb. <laughs> Otherwise, while essential oils are more the SWAT team approach instead of the kill it all kind of approach. 
For those of you who have never followed or even thought about homeopathic medicine, some of this will sound a little strange. I had a rough time learning to understand and finally find out what the history of some of this is, which then at least gives you food for thought. Thyme, for instance, is an evergreen herb that's used for cooking, of course, and medicine. Way back, the ancient Egyptians used it for embalming, and Greeks used it in baths and for incense. During the medieval periods in Europe, people even kept thyme under their pillows, quote-unquote, to ward off nightmares and claimed it really worked. All of these more or less traditional uses echo a wisdom that, incidentally, is now being verified by modern science. Recent scientific analysis is uncovering the amazing, health-promoting abilities of thyme and especially its essential oil. A recent study done in Switzerland evaluated a number of essential oils against, I'll give you these fancy names, MCF-7, which is breast cancer cells, A-549, lung cancer cells, and and another one called a PC3, which is prostate cancer cells. It was found that thyme essential oil exhibited the strongest cytotoxicity towards all three types of this human cancer cell. This is likely due to the active compound thymol, which we're familiar with, which has been shown to activate a number of true cancer-killing mechanisms already really within our bodies. Another herb most of us are familiar with is rosemary. Rosemary has been shown to have antioxidant properties, helping to protect against free radicals which damage cell membranes, tamper with the DNA, which is bad news, and even cause the death of a lot of healthy cells in certain cases. A number of recent studies have shown that rosemary extracts has powerful anti-tumor properties in several areas of the body, including your colon, breast, liver, stomach, skin, and even your blood. One study found that rosemary essential oil at a concentration of just 1% was able to deactivate more than 90% of the ovarian and liver cancer cells it came in contact. Oregano essential oils. Oregano is a common culinary herb native mostly to the Mediterranean region and is part of the mint family. It has a number of strong chemical compounds which give it a very strong flavor and also, incidentally, an impressive medicinal ability. Dr. Supriya Bevedecker, great name, assistant professor of pharmacology at Long Island University's College of Pharmacy and Health Sciences has been leading a group testing carvacrol, that's a constituent of oregano, on prostate cancer cells. They found that the oregano compounds used signaling pathways that cause cancer cell suicide. In other words, they actually help to eliminate cancer cells. Dr. Bevedecker explains that while we had previously known of oregano's anti-inflammatory and antibacterial properties, its effect on cancer cells really elevate this spice to the level of a, one of the other super spices I, I know about already, turmeric. When recent data shows that 1 in 36 men will die of prostate cancer, this is a very, very interesting, promising study. Oregano also contains carnosol, which is one of the same constituents as we talked about earlier, rosemary. Oregano's essential oil has been shown to stop the growth of colon cancer cells 
actually activating the apoptotic or cancer cell death effect, which are selective to only the cancer cells. This oil has also been indicated and looks promising against breast cancer and skin cancer, as well as the above mentioned prostate problems. Our next herb, chamomile, is actually one of the most ancient medicinal herbs known to, to mankind. The flower comes in two common varieties, a German chamomile and a Roman chamomile. The dried flowers of the chamomile contain many therapeutic chemical constituents. They're called terpenoids, which we've talked about, and flavonoids, which contribute to its medicinal properties. Chamomile preparations are commonly used for many, many different kinds of human ailments, especially in the past, including hay fever, inflammations of all kinds, insomnia, gastrointestinal disorders, and even hemorrhoids. The most commonly used form of chamomile is just as an herbal tea. Chamomile essential is a more potent version uh, for more concentrated therapeutic use. In recent cancer studies, the most bioactive constituent in chamomile has been identified as apigenin. Recent studies have shown that medicinal chamomile extracts have little effect on normal cells, but have a significant effect on inhibiting many human cancer cells. This effect has been found in skin, prostate, breast, and ovarian cancer studies. The same Switzerland cancer study I mentioned earlier found that chamomile essential oil killed about 93% of breast cell cancers, while another study found that chamomile essential oil is able to inhibit cell mutation by about 60 to 75%. Therefore, chamomile has been shown to be highly effective against cancer while providing a safe solution that doesn't harm the healthy parts of our bodies. And finally, to kind of wrap this up, I don't want to beat it for too long. Frankincense essential oil is made from resin or sap that is obtained from the Boswellia tree family. Actually, we see it here in the, in the essential oils as, some of us at least, as one of the Boswellias. There are many different types, though. Uh, there are trees in Asia and the Middle East and a number of other places, each of which produce a slightly different resin. Frankincense itself, though, has been used since, gosh, as far back as we can study, antiquity as a medicine and even in religious rituals. The main active ingredient in the essential oil is the boswellic acid, and it has a very strong anti-inflammatory ability. The Chinese and Ayurvedic medical models use frankincense as a major ingredient in treating a lot of different health conditions, including cancer. Western studies are now backing up this traditional use, showing that frankincense oils and extracts have potent anti-tumor activity. When frankincense was tested against human pancreatic cancer cells, the essential oil was able to cause substantial levels of cancer cell death by inhibiting signaling molecules and cell cycle regulators. The same effect was found in a completely different study using the same oils against bladder cancer cells. This study also tested the effect of frankincense on normal bladder cells and found the essential oil was able to distinguish cancerous from normal cells. There were, again, multiple cell mechanism pathways activated by the frankincense oil against the cancer cells. Overall, 
The studies have indicated that no serious side effects have been recorded with the continuous therapeutic use of frankincense essential oils. Besides directly killing the cancer cells, essential oils can also assist with side effects of traditional cancer treatment. For example, the one that they've had a lot of study on is brain cancer. Many brain cancer patients experience cerebral edema, swelling, after having radiation therapy. This is usually treated with steroidal medications, which in themselves cause a lot of different side effects. The study found that frankincense essential oil was a much safer alternative to the medication. In the study, 60% of the patients had an improvement rate of at least 75% in their level of brain swelling, equal to at least, and in some cases, a better outcome than the steroids themselves. So at least until recently, I never looked much into holistic healing. But all this evidence kind of offers us a great deal of hope in the holistic prevention and treatment of multiple types, in this case of cancer. I do find it interesting, although the strength and efficacy of natural therapies such as essential oils has been well investigated by researchers, don't expect to see them being used in mainstream cancer treatment anytime soon. This is because natural compounds cannot be patented, folks. Therefore, there's no huge potential for a profit as there is in pharmaceuticals. Unfortunately, that does come uh, into play. However, I do encourage you uh, to look into the use of natural medicines for their powerful prevention capabilities, which can always be used in tandem with conventional medical treatments. Try some simple prevention techniques today, maybe by incorporating some of your plant-based antioxidants into your diet, which I'm trying to learn to do. You can do this by drinking green tea, using turmeric in cooking, or applying essential oils uh, directly. Beat it up a little bit, folks, but thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters. <laughs> 